Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 22 continues on WTOP this week. Key races in the midterm elections still undecided. What kind of cooperation can Maryland's next governor expect from state lawmakers? I'm Kate Ryan. A rare third term is coming for D.C.'s mayor, but that doesn't mean no new ideas. At the Wilson Building, I'm John Doman. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Hurricane Nicole closing in on Florida, bringing strong winds, heavy rain, and dangerous storm surge. WKMG TV reporter Molly Reed is in Daytona Beach. The main concern here all along were the properties on the coast in Volusia County, and about a dozen of them here in Daytona Beach shores were deemed so unsafe that the sheriff's office and police went door to door to get residents out as quickly as possible. Their fear is that the buildings will collapse. Their seawalls were swept away during Hurricane Ian, and now already the erosion has brought the dunes within just a few feet of the edge of the building. PowerOutage.us says about 57,000 customers are without power. Russia's military says it will withdraw from the Ukrainian city of Kherson, but uh, Ukrainian officials and, offic- and uh, analysts are warning that it could be a trap. Here's the BBC's Jeremy Bowen. The Ukrainian soldiers we met at the front line facing Kherson this week were very confident. With or without the formal withdrawal announcement, these men believe that their flexible, fast operations and continued NATO support cannot be beaten. Top U.S. General Mark Milley says more than 100,000 Russian military personnel have been killed or wounded in Ukraine with similar numbers for Ukrainian forces. Control of the U.S. Senate remains unclear as ballots in a few states are still being counted. One of those states is Nevada. The Democratic incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto and her GOP rival Adam Laxalt separated by about 23,000 votes. But we learned that there are more than 27,000 mail-in ballots still to be counted over the next several days. Both candidates expressed optimism but urged patience. CBS's Manu Bohorquez in Las Vegas. Facebook parent company Meta is laying off 11,000 people or about 30 percent of its workforce. CNET editor-at-large Ian Schur on why. Money from advertising, which makes up a bulk of the company's revenue and profits, has been dropping. Meanwhile, Meta has been spending a lot of money trying to come up with the next big tech innovation. California lottery officials say public schools, colleges, and universities will get more than $156 million from the latest Powerball jackpot. Here's KOVR-TV's Shante Passmore. Just like what would lottery hope do with a cool two billion dollars many people had a lot to say on how schools should spend money well, they should throw it back into you know their education program uh, probably uh, laptops uh, books teacher salaries it's important to get good people get the pay and Japan and the US have begun major joint military exercises this is CBS News Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Anova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit anova.org slash prevent. That's anova.org slash prevent. WTLP at 303. Thursday morning, 10th of November, 2022. Cloudy with some spotty drizzle and fog. Parts of the area high of 67 we should reach today. 48 you're waking up to in our nation's capital right now. 
Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories that we're looking at for you as we ride into this Thursday morning together. D.C. Attorney General's Office is where we begin with plans to make what it calls a major announcement about the Washington Commanders later today, this Thursday. And that announcement of the announcement has the team Heading back now this morning. In the past, Attorney General Carl Racine has called the allegations of workplace and sexual misconduct inside the commander's organization disturbing and said that his office would look into the claims and others concerning ticket sales practices. Now the AG's office has announced a major announcement concerning the team. After learning about that press conference, a team released a statement criticizing Racine's office, saying it cooperated with the office for nearly a year, and a lawyer with the team even met with the AG this week and was not told of any legal action. The team also accusing Racine of being more concerned with making splashy headlines based on legal offbeat theories than working to make the streets safer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. But late last night, the commander's team president came up with a much softer statement, if you will, being reported by multiple news outlets this morning. Jason Wright says that he spoke directly with D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti, and the team supports the department's work along with the elected officials and safety leaders. Now, he says the earlier statement, he thinks, reflects the team lawyer's ongoing frustration with the attorney general's office. He says this morning the lawyer's frustration should have been separate from the reference to the shooting of the rookie player. The D.C. Attorney General's office telling WTLP this week it has no additional comment on any of this. WTLP at 3.05 on your Thursday morning, November 10th. Glad you're with us. Election 2022 continues on WTLP with the future of a large part of our area. Maryland's governor-elect lays out ambitious plans this week, but will he be able to deliver in the end? Democrat Wes Moore's agenda includes big plans for everything from the economy to education. Our Maryland will be more competitive and more equitable, and we're not going to choose between those two things. We can and we will do both. But a governor's plans can face brick walls in Annapolis, depending on whether lawmakers agree with the agenda. Senate President Bill Ferguson says the Democratic-led General Assembly looks forward to collaboration with Moore. I think that we'll be able to pair the skills of experience that the, that the speaker and I bring with the new ideas that uh, Governor-elect Moore will bring. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meantime, over to D.C., where Mayor Muriel Bowser cruised to a third term on Election Tuesday night. Now, she's outlining what you can expect, and she wants your help. The mayor's transition team plans to basically re-interview the cabinet leaders in her administration. Could we do things better here with the organization? Can we tweak this better here? Mayor Muriel Bowser says coming up with a plan to aid the economic recovery of downtown D.C. will be a big priority in a third term. Another big priority is addressing a surge in gun violence. We have to... Uh, really focus on those young people that we know have been involved in violent crime or victims of violent crime. In fact, she held a meeting on youth crime just yesterday. Anything and everything that can work, um, we're going to we're going to implement at the Wilson building. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP at home, at work or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations. Enter today at WTOP.com. Search Free Lunch Friday. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. 
Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Now, Thursday morning, November 10th. Welcome into WTLP, where the time now is 3.08. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we say hello to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, Dean, uh, police action remains on the outer loop of the Beltway at the beginning of the Woodrow Wilson Bridge in the through lanes. Traffic getting by, single file left using the left shoulder. Both uh, through lanes are closed. In the local lanes, they have uh, some additional response along the left side, but you should have at least two right lanes getting by there. The good news is with traffic moving, delays have eased out, but again, they may be out there for a while yet. We'll keep you posted. Now, if you're traveling... A 95 northbound between Fredericksburg and the Beltway. No incidents in your way. Over in Ashburn, working on both sides of Route 7, uh, between the Loudoun County Parkway and Route 28. Uh, eastbound traffic gets by to the left. Westbound traffic gets by single file right. Uh, no complaints of any uh, delays or stop traffic as of late. 28 northbound as you head north, U.S. 29 in Centerville toward the 66. Single left lane gets you by. And if you're traveling eastbound on 66, uh, between the two Centerville and interchanges, exits 52 and 53, you're down to a single left lane. And remember, the ramp to go north on 28 toward Dulles for now remains open. Uh, with both exits to the Fairfax County Parkway closed, you're diverted all the way to Route 50 to work your way back at this point. Self-diverted 29 to avoid that long detour if you're trying to go north toward Dulles Airport. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off this Thursday with temperatures in the 40s, it's a mild day for early November as we warm to around 70. Skies cloud up as a storm system, too, in fact, approach the area, the remnants of Nicole, and another system that's bringing blizzard conditions to parts of the northern plains today. They converge over our area, bringing us rain showers on Friday. Some heavy rain is likely at times as rain comes to an end very early Saturday morning. We'll have breezy to windy conditions throughout the weekend and... Highs only in the 40s on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we're at 50 in Roslyn, 50 in Farragut Square, 42 Laurel, 48 in Holding, in our nation's capital, 3 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, November 10th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce, develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. Ask yourself, what's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, 
visit www.melwood.org. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time on your Thursday morning is 312. Glad you're with us. It's the big red wave that actually wasn't. Election 2022 continues on WTOP this morning. Republicans and even many Democrats had predicted we would be talking about a huge GOP sweep in the midterms, but it's looking like the Republicans may only pick up a handful of House seats at best when all is said and done. So what actually happened here? Political co-founder Jonathan Harris with reaction from Republicans this week. It was a big surprise as judged by their own rhetoric and predictions. They were talking about the possibilities, as you say, not just a wave, but a tsunami. And I think a lot of journalists, as we looked at the sort of larger factors playing out in the election with the late polls, we thought that's at least possible that we we clearly thought we'd have a result, a clear result by this time the day after the election. But we don't. We still don't know who's going to have control of the Senate. And, and it's not yet official what's happening in the House. Senate's minority leader, Mitch McConnell, complained about quality candidates in his party, particularly on the Senate side. Uh, Was he vindicated in that particular comment, given uh, how things are turning out on the Senate side? Uh, sure, I think he was, at least in part. Take Georgia, for instance. We see the Republican governor there, by the way, somebody who's clashed with Donald Trump, that's Brian Kemp. He won easily. Herschel Walker is in a tight race and is heading to runoff since neither of them got over 50% in his Senate race against Democratic incumbent uh, Raphael Warnock. So, yes, that's what he's talking about. When we run mainstream establishment, more conventional conservatives, we win. When we run with uh, people who are uh, more exotic or more controversial in one way, or the other, they find a much tougher road. John, there's been a lot of talk that these election results in part are the result of former President Trump's waning popularity with some Republicans and the rise of someone like Ron DeSantis, who killed it in Florida. Yes, How do you see it? Right. He crushed it. You know, I think there's something to that. I wouldn't exactly call DeSantis a traditional establishment Republican. He's somebody himself who's uh, very prone to uh, controversial statements, and he's positioning himself as the natural sort of heir to this populist movement in the Republican Party. But he did way, way better than um, uh, most other candidates. And President Trump has to look at his record. The candidates he backed, a bunch of them didn't win. Dr. Oz, uh, a good example of that. And people who kept their distance in the Republican party for him in many cases did far better so there's no question it's a really bad omen for president trump if he thinks he can put together the same coalition that he did in in 2016 and 2020 election 2022 continues on wtlp this week that was political co-founder jonathan harris on skype talking with hillary and sean you are listening to 103.5 fm and wtlp.com Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Thursday morning, November 10th. It is 3.15. Sports time and Rob Woodfork's turn for you this morning. The Capitals have lost four of their last five after suffering a 4-1 home loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins in a physical game typical of the rivalry, says Coach Peter Laviolette. It was tight both ways. It was, I think any time you play Pittsburgh, it's kind of a... 
game that's just dragged through the mud a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of room. It's not pretty. It's not flashy. And so we had looks. We had opportunities. Uh, finally got one in the third, but probably too little too late. Off the stick of Marcus Johansson, his fourth of the season. Darcy Kemper had 24 saves, but gave up three goals in the second period. Local college basketball. Howard gets its first win of the season, 87-74 over UDC. American lost their season opener at Marist in a tightly contested game. And James Madison routed Hampton 106-58 to improve to 2-0. The Washington Commanders returned to their preparations for the big Monday night showdown in Philadelphia. Literally no one outside of the Burgundy Gold locker room thinks they can hand the Eagles their first loss of the season, but Kendall Fuller is part of that locker room. I mean, I think we just trust in, in the guys that we have. Uh, we trust in the talent that we have. We trust in what we're doing, and ultimately you go into every game thinking that you can dominate and that you can win, and you just gotta, gotta, you just have to go out there and show it on, on Monday. We laid out the blueprint for Washington to pull off the upset victory in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 316, Thursday morning, number 10th on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this early hour on TOP, President Joe Biden says this week the election results on Tuesday to him show most Americans support his agenda. The House may stay in Democratic control, and he says he does intend to run again in 2024. Some local races, meantime, remain up in the air this morning, including a congressional contest in Maryland. We recently learned that Calvin Ball will serve another term as Howard County Executive, and the projected D.C. at-large council winners are Kenyon McDuffie and Anita Bonds. In other news this morning, after pounding the Bahamas as a tropical storm, Nicole is now a hurricane heading for Florida's Atlantic coast. Expect to make landfall within hours. Stay with your weather alert station on how this weather will affect us come Friday and into the weekend with lots of rain. We'll have more details on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now is 317. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown. Many Americans are getting ready to do just that for those holiday get-togethers. Many seeing higher prices as well at the grocery store for that feast. CBS correspondent Janet Shamlin visited an Indiana turkey farm where she found inflation is not the only reason for those high prices. The average price of a whole frozen bird is $2.45 a pound, 70 cents higher per pound than in 2021. A combination of inflation and bird flu, which wiped out more than 7 million turkeys nationwide. How big of a hit has it taken? Well, turkey production's down about 5% this year over the total year. CBS correspondent Janet Chamlin this morning. Well, it's Thursday morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP, where the time now is 3.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, over to Rich Hunter first in the WTLP Traffic Center. It's still dealing with uh, police action on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge on the Virginia side. At a loop, as you get onto the bridge, again, traffic getting by, single file left, using mostly the left shoulder in the through lanes. In the low lanes, they've got the left lane and left shoulder blocked. At least two right lanes get you by there. The good news is uh, delays have actually eased there once they started getting traffic moving once more. 95 southbound approaching the Dale City car rest area just south of the exit for Dale City. Works on blocks a single left lane. Northbound 95, nothing in your way. 395 north up near the beginning of the 14th Street Bridge. The works on along the left side. You get by single file to the right. The exit to go north on the GW Parkway is open. 66 eastbound approaching the Prince William Parkway. The work zone blocks a single right lane between the two Centerville interchanges. Single left lane gets you by. Don't forget the exit to go north on 28 closed as part of that work. 
And then eastbound between the Fairfax, uh, as you approach the Fairfax County Parkway, again, single right lane gets you by the work zone. The exits to uh, both sides of the Fairfax County Parkway are blocked, as is the ramp from southbound Fairfax County Parkway to go east on 66. The ramp from the northbound side of the parkway to go eastbound is still open at this time. And then as you approach and pass Nutley Street, again, single lane gets you by the work zone. Uh, the exit to and the exit uh, from our exits from uh, Nutley Street are closed once again as part of this work zone. Detour is going to take you up to Route 7 and work your way back on 66 westbound. In Sanctuary City, now playing an arena stage, two dreamers fight to stay in America, the only home they know. Tickets at arenastage.org. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A quiet and mild weather day today as clouds increase with highs around 70. Tomorrow, the remnants of Nicole and another storm system converge over the area, bringing us a rainy Friday. In fact, one to three inches of rain with some pockets of moderate to heavy rain looking likely at times throughout the day. Winds pick up later Friday with highs around 70 on Saturday. Temperatures in the 60s still blustery out there. Sunday, the coldest air of the season trickles in with temperatures mainly in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 50 in DuPont Circle this morning, 38 Germantown. You're waking up to 42 degrees in Annandale, 3 a.m. hour, early morning Thursday, November 10th. And we're at 48 and holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning on WTLP by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. It's 321 on WTLP. Ever open a kitchen cabinet and your pans fall out on the floor? Or reach for spices and everything falls out? Whether your kitchen needs a spruce up or a major remodel, a free consultation with an experienced designer at Cabinet Discounters will get you started. See photos of gorgeous kitchen and bath projects and find hours and locations of our seven showrooms at CabinetDiscounters.com. We have fantastic career opportunities for experienced kitchen designers. Check it out at CabinetDiscounters.com. Cabinet You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Proofpoint knows protection starts with people. Today's attacks on organizations target people, not just technology. Protect your people, data, and agency's mission. Proofpoint works on premises, in the cloud, and across email, web, social media, and more. In today's cyber landscape, your people are your greatest defense and most vulnerable security risk. With Proofpoint, you can build a defense that starts with them. Protect people, defend data. Visit proofpoint.com slash public sector. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, Anova's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend Anova's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit anova.org slash journey. It's here this weekend. Diamonds Direct's biggest and final storewide sale of the year. Three days of extra savings. Friday through Sunday. Your final chance before the holidays to save an extra 20% on virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, colored gemstones. And the selection is double with entire designer lines flown in only for this event. This is the best pre-holiday shopping opportunity. The biggest sale all year. Special financing too. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. It's this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Only at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. WTOP at 323. To WTOP News. 
election 2022 continues on WTLP this week. There's something for both Democrats and Republicans to celebrate in those two high-profile Virginia congressional races. In the 7th District, Democrat Abigail Spanberger was able to withstand a strong challenge from Republican Yesley Vega. But the seat in the 2nd District is flipping from blue to red as Democratic incumbent Elaine Loria falls to Jen Kickens. This morning, Stephen Farnsworth. A political science professor and director of the Center for Leadership and Media Studies at the University of Mary Washington with his reaction to what happened in Virginia this Tuesday. I think that in many ways, Virginia's election this cycle wasn't really much of a surprise. The districts, the new district lines favored the Democrats in the 7th and the 10th in northern Virginia. And then the Republicans had the advantage in the lines that were drawn relating to the 2nd District in Hampton Roads. In many ways, both sides got their activists out. Uh, and so we had pretty high turnout compared to many midterm elections in American history, in part, I think, because we had some competitive races, and we don't always have that here in Virginia. Virginia is a bellwether. You certainly expected it to be one. How did that manifest? Well, in many ways, the split decision that we saw here in Virginia was reflected nationally in districts not unlike the seventh district here in Virginia, districts that are largely suburban in terms of their electorate, you see a, a continuing struggle with Republicans and Democrats for those contentious areas of American politics. The Democrats tend to win the urban areas and the Republicans the rural areas. And so the real action is in places like the 7th, those suburban districts that could, depending on the issue mix and the quality of the candidates, go one way or the other. And so we were looking at Virginia thinking in the eastern time zone, this wasn't going to be a wave election. And sure enough, it didn't turn out to be that big red wave that Republicans had hoped for. And why do you think that happened, taking it uh, broadly all through the country? Well, I think two things are really part of the conversation here. I think one of the factors, of course, is that Democrats had the opportunity to change the subject away from the economy. The economy was really, really powerful for Republicans. Polls show over and over again that a lot of people were worried about economic anxiety. They were worried about the future, the price of gasoline. But the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade and in the 7th District, I think the misstep by candidate Vega on the abortion question created an opportunity for Spamberger to change the subject. And that really, really helped her. The issues of country conservative Republicanism are sometimes a tough sell in suburban districts. And that was the case in Virginia Senate. Election 2022 continues this week on WTLP. That was Stephen Farnsworth, a political science professor and director of the Center for Leadership and Media Studies at the University of Mary Washington on the conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Dow finished Wednesday session down 647 points. That was a 2% loss. The 11,000 jobs Facebook is cutting is about one out of every eight Facebook jobs. Adjustable rate mortgages accounted for 12% of all mortgage applications last week, and those loans are twice the size as fixed-rate loans. McLean-based Tegna, whose 60 TV stations include Channel 9 in D.C., says political advertising revenue last quarter was 28% more than the last midterms. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. PAI Medical Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP hair restoration treatments take. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. 
Granger gets you, and we're here for you and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.